Today's Local Lady podcast was made possible by Wind River Pediatrics at 1005 College View Drive in Riverton. Dr. Mike Fisher has been our family pediatrician for 10 years. We are so thankful to have him available for all the minor bumps and bruises to the bigger medical issues. Thank you, Dr. Fisher, for all your hard work for our community. Hello, Riverton and Fremont County. This is Bethany Baldus with the Local Ladies Podcast. And this week, I am so excited to introduce you guys to my new one of my new co-hosts, Val Leesberg. She was on the show at the end of November. And I'm going to start having her on every month for a health and fitness, wellness, um, mental, everything. I... I Emphasis on the mental. Mental. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Bethany, for so, having me. I am so excited to have this opportunity. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And some, you have such a wealth of knowledge. You've done such a good job at um, educating yourself. And so um, Val is here today and brought Sammy Buzzard along. Yes. And so please welcome Sammy Buzzard. Um, she you. is one it's of my very close here. friends and been one of my clients for almost two years yeah, now for personal two years training. since March of 2018. Oh, yes. And so, yeah. 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 So um, in 2020, we'll be- 17. 17? March 17. No, 18. 18. We're going to yeah. have to edit yeah. that part out. <laughs> no, we don't. We just go with this. <laughs> okay. No, we're good. Yeah. So um, in 2018, in March is when we started. And so 2020, that will be our two-year anniversary, our friend anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has been one of the best relationships that I've been able to um, you know, have over the last couple of years. I think we really feed into each other's um, grace and just generosity because we have such... I don't know, an empathy for each other and, um, and a share for fitness and health and just being better people. Positivity. Yes. So please, um, welcome Sammy. (laughs) Hi, Sammy. Hi. Uh, you know, I think that's an interesting thought, like that you were just saying, um, how your gym friends, your gym people Mm -hmm. become that force of, uh, positivity in your life because and and if you have that like I mean I think that's one of the reasons why group fitness is such a big deal is because you can find those people are like-minded and happy Mm -hmm. and so that is so awesome and that you got brought together because of fitness so you obviously had to have a journey Sammy where where did you kind of come from to bring you to Val's doorstep um it started in a couple of different directions I actually started in March after trying every other thing (laughs) And I had had numerous people tell me about Val, and they basically scared me. <laughs> I mean, I was already afraid of fitness. I grew up um, very fit and doing all the sports and all the things, and then it had um, several knee surgeries and several injuries. And so then I spent probably the last 10 years trying to take every pill and do everything other than working out because <laughs> I did not want and to. And eating right, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't, um, I wasn't completely horrible, but um, I didn't eat well. Sure. And so every time I would ask, see somebody that had lost a bunch of weight, I would ask them what they had done. And I would say, please don't say exercise and fitness. Please don't <laughs> say exercise. <laughs> I was like, oh, that is not the answer I want. And they're like, oh, I've been going to the gym. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, so then I had had, you know, some people that I trusted tell me about Val and I was like, I just really feel like this is it. (laughs) I've got nothing else to do. And so I, um, I bought some stuff. I went and talked to her and I was like, you were going to have to trick me into this because I'm real smart. I'll see around what you're doing. (laughs) And it um, took a couple weeks, but then you came around. uh, Yeah. And because of my knee injuries, um, I don't enjoy one. I'm not really supposed to do any great impact or running sure and so lots of the cardio things are hard um but I was just weak yeah and um I do a lot of I rodeo and run the barrels and ride some cutters and things like that and I needed the strength because that was kind of I knew that we could really control it Mm -hmm. so um that's why I went in there, and I was and lucky for so you, bad. I was like, I don't run either. <laughs> yeah, was this like, was like a match run. made in heaven. I was right. like, oh, what is running? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I would think that with the rodeo background and that, you probably 
know what it is like to be fit and like oh, the yeah. sports. And so you knew how much you'd lost too. And so it's sometimes hard to get back on that wagon. Sure. Um, yeah, I had, had been fit. Um, I had college rodeoed and, um, play, you know, I was on state champion volleyball team type things and I knew did not, and I used to, um, jockey race horses. And so mm-hmm. I used to be much smaller. <laughs> um, and I knew, and I actually, over this journey, I haven't actually lost all that much weight. Right. But I am somewhat smaller and a lot stronger when the first day that I came to see Val, it was all I could do to do a body weight squat. Mm. That's Which for those of you who at home who haven't done squats, that's basically standing up from a seated position off of a box is how we started with you yeah. or just sitting down and standing up without using your hands. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was a struggle for sure. Yeah. Well, and I, I would imagine like, cause you had babied your knee for so long that it uh-huh. was just one of those things you hadn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have this quote that I came up with. This is yeah. Bethany Baldus quote, mm-hmm. but um, if you want to w- weigh less, go to the moon. So, <laughs> she's said that before yes i have said that, that before original. so so that is like like it's we all worry so much about this number on the scale but that's exactly it like you can have a complete transformation and it doesn't necessarily mean that you lost any weight i think the mm-hmm. biggest transformations i have happen inside my brain mm-hmm. right and like just how i feel about that number rather than if anything actually changed about how right. i look so, Sammy, when we started, you probably had an idea that you wanted to be fit, right? I mean, right. what what were your goals, though? What was your first goal to get you motivated to come in and to, like, work towards something? Um, I think when I when I first came, I just wanted to be skinnier, like every other woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was, because I didn't even know what I was getting into mm-hmm. in the beginning, honestly. I didn't like the way I looked in my jeans, and I didn't like how weak I was. It was getting harder and harder for me to do everything at home. Like I live on some acreage and it was harder for me to throw bales. Sure. It was harder for me to saddle my horse. It was harder for me to get up and down. I have really steep stairs and with no ligaments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I have a tall truck. All of it was harder. And, um, I just came in there knowing I wanted to be better. And I just really was like Val help. Mm Because I didn't know where we were going or how we were going to get there. Yeah, and we took it baby steps. Right. We really did. Air squats. Yeah, air squats. There are phases that you start your fitness journey through. And Sammy was able to just conquer all of these different phases, including powerlifting. I was going to say, you're a competitor now, right? Yeah. I saw that. (laughs) Yeah, well, and we brought my boy into it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where Where was your competition at? Well, I did the first one at... Um, Teton. Okay. So I, which basically was just really good practice for mm-hmm. me, learning the commands and standing up there in front of people and <laughs> lifting weights. Like this was, I did not decide to be a power lifter because I thought I was going to be world champion power lifter. <laughs> like I decided to do that initial meet. So I had a goal. Right. Right. Because uh, like I said, when I first came to the gym, I didn't have any goals. I didn't, I didn't know what was possible. I didn't. You did pretty good too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, she did amazing. So I placed in the first one. Yeah, yeah so I got a prize. Squat, bench, and deadlift. <laughs> she, she did all three squat, bench, and deadlift, even with her history of surgeries. Mm-hmm. And that's important to know is like, just because you get a knee surgery does not mean that this is the end of the road for you. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you're always going to consistently have a linear progression either, because just like Sammy knows now, she has to get a little bit more work done on her knee just to make sure that, you know, for longevity and that everything is done correctly. Um, that we let her heal up before she competes again. But yeah, she is really amazing at getting new PRs at these powerlifting meets. She knows how to dig deep, how to stay focused, and how to use all of those commands that we practiced in the gym all at once on the platform. Just so everybody knows who's not familiar, PR is a personal record. Yeah. (laughs) um, And I was going to say, like, going through an injury myself, I think one of the biggest things is, like, you also have like that initial like injury, you're hurt, you're hurt, you're hurt. And then it's like all of the stuff that comes after is the hard part. And that's like, that is such a struggle and Mm -hmm. not something you're necessarily expecting. You're like, Hey, I feel good. I can go do whatever. But it's like, it takes a long time to get back. Your body has to heal. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It does take a really long time. And just a testament to the strength that I've gained over the last year. Um, 
I was having some catching before I went to the the last big size meet that we went to in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going in and they MRI'd it and found out that the ACL that I had had done in 2015, um, because of the amount of work that I've had done, it's the only way I can explain it is to say that like after you keep putting screws in the drywall, they just fall out. Sure. Like when you're hanging a picture. So I had had so many screws in there that my ACL actually fell out. Mm. And that w- and so that's where I'm at today. I don't have an ACL or any other ligaments mm. at this point. Um, but I'm able to do all the things. So in my last competition, we went to Colorado. We went to Littleton to uh, my first USAPL competition. Mm-hmm. And I won my class. With yeah. no ligaments. Yeah, she did the Who water knows? cut. She did it like a pro. Yeah. And is, I it, mean, is it painful or it just doesn't have... It, your it doesn't hurt. You know, every once in a while after a hard squat day, I get a little bit achy because mm-hmm. I don't have cartilage or a meniscus either. So is it going to be like a full replacement or... Um, nope, they're just... Okay, so this first... I'm having surgery on Thursday and they're going to... Um, do bone grafts. So basically okay. Thursday I'm getting re-drywalled. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then um, then we go in and after that heals in a few months, then we do a new ACL again. So, I, I mean, there's no way to ever prove this, but my thought also is that if you had not started this fitness journey, you would probably be in a whole lot more pain right now. Oh, I used to be in a ton more pain. And mm-hmm. like to, like we talked about, just a body weight squat. That It was, I had no stability. Mm-hmm. Um, the stability was a lot of it because, apparently because I didn't have an ACL. Like, um, it's real hard to balance. I just like to see if you're wearing cute shoes. And of course you are too. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I mean, always. like, <laughs> so, so that's the other thing. Like when you're healthy and like you're able to move around, you get to wear cuter shoes. And like, mm. you probably weren't in that place when you walked, walked in and started with Val. <laughs> or if she did, it was a sacrifice. I yeah. mean, it probably yeah. hurt at the end of the day, along with the rest of the joints and the muscles. I mean, it gets to the point where you, if you are deconditioned, everything hurts. It mm-hmm. hurts to exist sometimes. And then what do we do? We grab ibuprofen. We, we go for some I kind grab of a chocolate. pharmaceutical. Yeah. Chocolate, <laughs> like anything to band-aid fix that mm-hmm. problem. And sometimes what it takes is finding out what the root of the issue is, which a lot of times it's just sedentary, um, and then making yourself move, get moving, get lifting, um, do cardio if you need to do cardio too, which, okay, cardio is needed. (laughs) It's just that that it shouldn't be your priority. So as we go on in these shows... You'll find out about me. Val it's is not, my not favorite. a cardio person. <laughs> not mine either. But what I will say too is sometimes, you know, yeah, I've dealt with a lot of pain. I had my first knee surgery 27 years ago. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it hurts. And so mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're not hurting yourself further. I mean, when mm-hmm. you're lifting heavy stuff, sometimes it's not the most comfortable thing. Right. But looking better is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like like Bethany was saying, this comes back to how we feel like on the inside with our minds and just the respect that we're giving ourselves to be healthier, to want to strive for a new goal. Because a lot of times that drops off. After we graduate high school or college, all of a sudden our goals are no longer in the forefront because we have kids and we have family members and maybe a spouse that we are looking towards and supporting their goals. So to have your own goal as an adult is really important to do. And that's why we discovered powerlifting for Sammy. And for me, that's also my shared goal. But I have to have, you know, other small goals that I can obtain next month or the month after that. It doesn't always need to be twice a year. Well, and this is such a hard time of year anyway, because we're getting right ready to get into 2020 Mm -hmm. and have our New Year's resolutions and how um, I've always found that if I can set my goal or whatever for the year, like, in October, which mm-hmm. now we're past that, um, mm-hmm. I'm way more successful because I don't have the pressure of that first 31 days, which mm-hmm. January is such a long month. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so let's you're... say it is December 31st, like today. Okay. And then we wake up tomorrow, it's January 1st. And we're just deciding all of a sudden to make all of these sudden changes. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Um, That is a huge thing to try to conquer. And we actually need to plan ahead for this and to take some small baby steps. So, Sammy, you were talking about um, the 90 days. uh, So can you elaborate a little bit about that? Sure. So one of the people that I fell into following, and I'm sure it was on Facebook, 
um, was Rachel Hollis at the end of 2018. She ran a big kind of campaign that was talking about your last 90 days. And instead of trying to put all the pressure on the beginning of 2019, why don't we start with the last 90 days? Because wouldn't it be so great if you did a few things for your last 90 days, but how much those few things could really set you up for true success in the next year. And so that's what we did. Um, I'm trying to remember all of them, but you're supposed to. But you could to, start out with the first 30 days since we're a little bit late on that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, you, uh, the last 30 days of, you know, or the mm-hmm. first 30 days or however you want to do it. But if you really were intentional, and mm-hmm. that's a lot of what Rachel speaks yes. to, is being intentional. And so what we did um, is you gave up one thing that you knew you shouldn't be doing, eating or drinking, gave up one thing, you exercise somehow at least 30 minutes a day, whether it's walking or whatever you're doing, playing with your kids in the gym, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, And there's a list of five things. um, You're supposed to drink half your body weight in ounces of water. Um, Probably sleeping too, right? Like trying to get a little bit of a, a regular schedule so that we're not staying up really late on social media and because I feel like that has a lot to do with people's success is a lack of recovery sure and Mm -hmm. and then she's um really big about journaling and Mm -hmm. I have never had never done it ever um written in a journal but every day you write down five things that you're grateful for Mm -hmm. and that's how I start my morning before before I go into the office or do any of the things is write down five things I'm grateful for. And if you were writing down five things a day for 365 days, you're really grateful for a lot of things. And it starts changing your intention and your outlook on life. And it really does. Like, I mean, it's anything from I'm really grateful for Buffalo check <laughs> last <laughs> week, you know, because I'm getting down to it now. But I love Buffalo check, you know, and I was like, <laughs> or it's a goofy things for a great cup of coffee or, sure. you know, I mean, in the beginning, you're starting start out with I'm grateful for my family. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's something about every day to be grateful for. And so we write that. And then she also has you look 10 years into the future and picture what you want your life to be in 10 years. You know, what do you want to be eating? What do you want your body to look like and feel like? What do you want to be doing for a career? What's your dream job? Um, What do you want your family to look like? What do you hope your family dinners look like? And what you hope your kids are doing? And what are you doing with your husband? And all of those things. And she said, just... Don't care what any, don't worry about what anybody thinks. Just write down your dream. And she said, and she'll, you know, takes a second. And I've, I actually went to the Rise Conference in, in um, Charleston and she um, did this with us again. And she said, okay, you've got that picture in your head. She said, now double it. Think bigger. Whatever you were thinking, this is 10 years. Think bigger. And then, so in addition to writing the five things that you're grateful for, you write a list of 10 things about yourself that are going to get you there. Right. Because so, ha- you have to have action. And I think right. that's one of the problems we have with goal setting is that we don't put the action. Well, with and the it, right? visualization can yeah. be scary sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because She's, if you think about like something really big 10 years from now, you're like, double double guessing kind of like or yeah, you know I, that can was I big do anyway. that? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and so I feel like you have to empower yourself to think big yep, yep. yeah so that's huge so here, some of, I was gonna read the five things oh, real quick just because I pulled them up so da- daily habits Rachel Hall swears by <clears throat> hydrate wake up early give up one category of food for 30 days only 30 days so January 1st we have heard big <laughs> move your body every day and practice active gratitude and I think that's important is mm-hmm. the active in that is that mm-hmm. you're practicing active gratitude rather than just like a passive absolutely which it's really easy to say I'm thankful for whatever but to actually like act out that so well and so so I had my picture of what I wanted my life to be and then you what is the one thing you can accomplish in 2019 or like when you do it this next year? Mm-hmm. What's the one thing, like when you picture your life in 10 years, that you could do in 2020 that would get you the closest that, to that? What's right. the one thing you can do in a year that's going to get you the closest to your 10-year plan? Mm-hmm. And I chose qualifying for this year's All-American, which is a deal at work. The top 10% of agents in the nation 
qualified to go to this All-American. Um, it's based on our production at work. Right. Because if you're a very good producer at work, it brings a lot of other things, right? Mm-hmm. which get me closer to my 10-year goal. Um, and tell and us then, how you did this year with that. I've already qualified for oh, the American. <laughs> and, and you're not even done with your 30 days, or your 90 days then either. Yeah, so I've qualified for the All-American, which means um, a big trip mm-hmm. next year that they send me on. A couple of years ago, I qualified and got to go to London, and I took my mom to London, mm-hmm. and that was really great. Yeah, I've already qualified for this year. I just um, realized today that I qualified for the top tier in Farm Bureau for production. So um, that's amazing. I will renew awesome. my contract and stuff at the highest Farm Bureau offers. So that's exciting. And for you're me. preferred. Can you tell us what that means? <laughs> so I don't think we said what Sammy did. Super she's, preferred. She's a Farm Bureau insurance advisor yes. who is super preferred. No. Yeah. <laughs> preferred. Yes. yes. So yeah. Tell us so, what that means. Okay, so I am super preferred, and I crack jokes about it all the time. But um, so when you go through a life insurance underwriting, when you get a quote from your agent, it quotes you. Like if I was to give Bethany a quote, it would be what the average person will come back at for rates. And then once we put you through underwriting, either like if we found out you had high blood pressure, your rate might be a little higher. If but if we find out. Um, there's preferred, there's regular, and then you're rated, like if you had high blood pressure or something. Um, and you can be preferred or super preferred, which is the highest tier. And so for the last four years, I've come back super preferred on my insurance because I'm healthy. Awesome. I'm as healthy as can be. And a lot of it, you know, it's it's being intentional every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what I started to say, too, about, you know, your 10-year goal, I, I wanted to go to the Super mm-hmm. All-American. And then you also... Um, do intentional writing and in addition to your gratitude and it's 10 things that are going to get you me you know to that all-american that I was trying to get to and so one of the um, I wrote down I eat good foods Um, I don't skip workouts because occasionally when I started I would have some horrendous event (laughs) that would happen Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> Where I couldn't go, you know? And so I started writing that I don't skip workouts. Um, yeah, I eat good foods. Um, I drink what? I drink all the water. And more. Um, yeah. yeah. And I wrote down that I was an amazing mom. And I wrote down that I was an amazing wife. <laughs> Time was the last night. I didn't even have a boyfriend. Like, I would write that I was this amazing wife, and I was like, oh my God, this is really hard to write every day. I'm such a nerd. So silly. Yeah. yeah, and but I would. I would write it every she day. Was visualizing it. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. where I wanted to be in Intentional. 10 years. Yeah. That's what I wanted to be. And I also wrote, um, I will have a new office. Totally. Like, it was one of the things on my list. And, like, yeah, we signed papers and we're going to be happening in a new office this year. And in so 2020 it, or yeah, I'll or, have it. We have it now. Yeah, They're no, remodeling it. Awesome. Yeah. So, and she has an awesome guy too. Yeah. yeah and I have so, a boyfriend finally. Like <laughs> all of these things are happening for Sammy and it, a lot of this is credited to this journaling that she's been doing. I mean, and for those of you who don't know Rachel Hollis, tell us about the book that she wrote the book. She, she wrote girl, wash your face. Mm-hmm. And I, I read that real fast. It's a fast read and it it's is. a great book. It's a fast listen too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I actually listened mm-hmm. to the next one because after I read the first book, she had me so busy that I didn't have time to read <laughs> while I was going to meetings and things. I listened to the girl stop apologizing. Mm-hmm. And then her, I love the podcast that her and her husband have. Oh my have. gosh, they're hysterical. They are. And I, there was one I was listening to and they're like, our produ- producer or whoever told us never to do this um, without professional equipment again. And we're in the car right now because we had to get this done. And I was like, this is hilarious. I feel like sometimes you can't be so picky choosy. Like we just want the information and it doesn't matter. Like if you're in your kitchen, just give it to us because it's so vital. Well, and I appreciate that she is where she is, but she shares with you all the real things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like her kid runs screaming through the center of the deal and they're just like, well, wow. (laughs) That just happened. it just... It does happen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's relatable. It's it's relatable to all of us too. Well, in the yeah, way sure. that um, 
girl wash your face i'll never forget the first scene like she's out jumping on the trampoline and she pees her pants like it's yeah. like you're like what also relatable and like that's how her, all of her life is like she just has it out there she's very open and yeah i got to go to one of her conferences in the beginning of november and she's the same on stage and she had um all the great speakers, Brenda Bouchard and all of those. And so, her hair isn't always done and she's not always make up, made up. Like, yeah. No, <laughs> this morning is. she came in after running her long run. And so like she was a hot mess <laughs> when I saw her this morning on the podcast. But it's funny. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It's I relatable because really we're all like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. So, um... Where do you kind of see yourself going for 2020 then? And what, like, how are you tackling this resolution period of time for both of you? Um, you go first. So I'm in my last 90 days right now. So I've already set new goals and things for 2020. Um, I just purchased a building, a 16 by 28 building that I'm going to have a home gym because that's going to work better for me. I have purchased all new great equipment. I'm fortunate to be in a position that I can do that. Right. But my boy, Wiley, power lifts too. He just broke two of the Wyoming powerlifting yeah, records. Yeah, I know. I was awesome. so proud of Wiley. Yeah, like he's a monster. Who he knew? almost had that deadlift record too, you guys. Oh, it was very it's coming. Next, next one. It's, it's coming in February. Mm-hmm. So... um I bought the equipment because that way we can all live together because my boyfriend um, rides Bronx and he tries to stay pretty fit too. And uh, just like yesterday, we spent the whole day snowmobiling and we're like, oh my God, we need back in the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's going to work really good for us. As far as actual, you know, I don't necessarily call them resolutions. Maybe that's part of it for me. It's goals. I have goals and I don't care whether it's June or January or what. I have a place that I'm trying to get to all the time. And some of those things in my 10 list, you know, I will have a new office. I will whatever. So that one fell off because I got my new office. And so something else is going to go on there. Um, I uh, One of my things on my list is I do personal development daily. So um, I try to read something every day or listen to something useful every day. Um, as I'm going to be hurt for a little bit. Yeah. So it's going to be some recovery time for me. Um but I'm not worried about it. I've been <laughs> through physical therapy a few times, so um, I'm just going to keep working. And, and let me just interject, because she has a goal of doing pull-ups. And yeah. so while she's recovering with her knee, you better believe it. I'm going to be <laughs> over there in her gym with her, getting her ready to do some I'm pull-ups. I'm so sorry, Sammy. Yeah. That sounds awful. No, <laughs> I have wanted to do pull-ups, yeah. yeah. So after I broke my leg, I... Um, always make this joke whenever I do something with core wherever like that has nothing to do with my leg I'm like this is really lame when you don't have an excuse and so like (laughs) this is your not excuse time for (laughs) pull-ups yes it is it is and you know we have several friends who are constantly like not getting hurt necessarily but have surgeries on the horizon and will have recovery time and the fact is is that you don't have to step away from fitness just because you have an injury or recovering from a surgery Um, please like look into your different options we all love yoga that's a great one Bethany does TRX um like she's amazing at that and has so many good ideas with how to just do body weight after I broke my leg I was back in the gym within Mm -hmm. two weeks I wasn't doing anything but I was opening that door every day because the heaviest weight in the gym is that front door yep it's true (laughs) whether it's your home gym or Wherever, Jim, I have a bike set up in my room. Do you think that door gets open very much? Like you got to put that time aside every day, mm-hmm. too, because otherwise life will take over. It does. Yep. And so even if you're not doing, um, you know, a really hard workout, just still dedicate that 30, 60, 90 minutes and get yourself to that space. Yeah. And it just... Being fit lets you do all the fun stuff. Yeah. Just like, you know, yesterday we all rode snowmobiles in like three to four feet of powder (laughs) it was so deep and you would get off and you just had to climb Mm -hmm. but that's the good stuff like Mm -hmm. I keep getting fixed because I keep doing dumb stuff but every time (laughs) I'm doing something dumb like it's fun well like I love it. I lack the gene that says this might hurt. <laughs> and I'm all, I like, there's been so many times in my life, I'm like, it'll probably be fine. 
<laughs> and you know, it's one of those things is it's allowing your body the time to change too. And I think that that we get into that mess too, where, um, we don't take into account how long it took, like how long do you think the span was up to you starting with Val? How long was it that you really hadn't done much? Probably five, six. Uh, yeah, probably since Wiley was born. So like however many years. years. So like 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, probably and 10 so, years. And I just was like, oh, well, it hurts. Yeah. And, and then so, finally I was like, well, this is getting old. And so we started at the gym on January 1st. Mm-hmm. And not that's okay. Like if you're going to start on January 1st, start on January 1st. I don't know what day of the week that is now, but it sounds like a great day to start. But it's the same as starting any day and yeah. realizing that you're not going to fix yourself in 31 days. That it's going no. to take, you're two years in now. of this journey and you're so far from done you don't know how to do or you know how to do a pull-up but your muscles aren't ready to do a pull-up yet Mm -hmm. so from two years of work you're still not at that point so it's finding those little things you're never done there yeah ever and you know one of the things that I really love to do with people to teach them that it takes a while to rewire your brain of how to do this is and you guys can do this here in um, the studio and then also at home but just cross your arms like you're pouting, like, and you do it too, Bethany. She's nodding her head at me. <laughs> so this is the way that we have probably stood since we were two years old when we didn't get bubble gum before dinner <laughs> or whatever, right? Now uncross your arms and do it the other way right now, real fast. Do it. Okay. I'm not very even smart. Know. So if you were at home and I wish you saw a video, um, it kind of looked like they were doing the, what's this? Pull, the like. roly-poly motion, <laughs> trying to figure out. And then I think grabbing your own armpits was part of it too. Um, and so <laughs> just to say, I mean, you have always done it this way. You have always done like left over right or right over left. And now I'm telling you to switch it and do it the other way. It takes time to figure out how to be ambidextrous, yes, but also how to rewire your brain on command to be able to do something a little bit different than what you're used to because we are creatures of habit we like to take the easier route because it's less resistance well you know what else is easy is to put on body fat and to not have as much muscle (laughs) because it is hard it is like physically hard to keep muscle on your body you have to try to keep it there Um, because just as humans you know body fat will last longer if you are in starvation mode. If you um, are just held up somewhere and you don't have food, the more body fat that you have, the longer you're going to survive. My mom always says she's saving for the great famine. Exactly. (laughs) That's the way our bodies are designed. Yep. I thought it was hilarious. Um, My boyfriend, Justin, works out with Val too. And the first day he went and I just could (laughs) not wait to hear about how it went, you know, because he was there. He's a bronc rider. He's a big guy. And like, he's got this girl, he's got this girl trainer now, you know, (laughs) and so he comes home exhausted (laughs) and and he's just sweat from head to toe. And I was like, and he just looked deflated. And I was like, what did she make you do? And he's like, it was awful. And I said, what? Yoga. <laughs> she made me do yoga. Yeah, so that was our fitness assessment. Pretty much like I have you bend over to touch your toes and, and do a few stretches, and it will make you sweat. It sounds crazy, but especially all you tough guys out there, you know, reach out to me. I want to help you um, because your mobility, your flexibility, um, like, is very important to get stronger. If you think that you are exempt from flexibility, you're wrong. Um, in order to get stronger, you have to be able to reach your arms above your head and then squeeze your shoulder blades together. Um, there's a lot of different things um, with your tight hips. That's what's going to lead to lower back pain and injuries. So if you don't have that, like, thoracic, thoracic spine um, flexibility and range of motion, like, you are going to suffer. Your lower back is going to give out um, just because you have to have that right um, range of motion when you're doing exercises in the gym. So it is important. We have always wanted to do a yoga class just for the guys. I want and Broga so bad. I just yeah. want to watch it. <laughs> to, be a, to be a part of Broga, because I consider myself one of the gym bros. I really do. I have um, so many great friends um, who do powerlifting, but also just bodybuilding in general. And it's just like, if I could get them all in the room and just to set aside 20 or 30 minutes every day, that would be so great because I know that they would benefit from right. it. I feel the same about TRX though. Like, yeah. I mean, and it's because you... Like, like in, um, when you weight lift, you have such a small range of motion usually because sure. you're just trying to get that 
perfect move. And yeah. like with TRX, you have to use the whole muscle and it, mm-hmm. it, it elongates them. It makes them work the way that we actually lift things. Yeah. And it's the same thing with yoga. And mm-hmm. so it's just finding that thing that actually uses functional body movements rather than and, and hello, you'll get sore using the TRX too. <laughs> yeah. If you've never right. done it before, go do it for a whole workout yeah. or for a whole warm up or right. some of your accessories. <laughs> and um, your body will thank you because there's so much more stabilization that goes into it, mm-hmm. which is a huge part of training. Um, if you're doing the same thing every day, all the time, uh, that's not going to work for very long and you're probably going to get injured quicker from that. So just, um, you know, open up your eyes to different ways of training. Um, also look into me. Uh, <laughs> Just because I've been around the block a few times now and I know about what works. Um, I also have the state records for Wyoming with powerlifting and I've been to nationals a couple of times. Uh, Didn't start working out until I was like almost 30 and now I just turned 35. And so it took me a while. I was slow to this game, but I've figured out how to master it. And so if you're interested, I would love for you guys to reach out to me. Um, You can find me on Facebook under Val's Personal Training or text me 240-1432. And if there still are any of those sessions left for sale, you can go to riseofthephoenixwy.com. And um, I'm going to have seminars for 2020 as well as personal training sessions. Those are all half price, you guys. And they're all going 100% to charity for the teachers and kids in Riverton. Um, I was going to ask you, Val, because you've kind of been on the same path for about five years, like up, 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 and recently your path kind of jagged on you a little bit. Um, How are... I don't have any personal goals yet for 2020. Like, I I, I do, but they're not physically. I haven't figured those out. Right, right. (laughs) But... um, what are, how are you kind of approaching this? Because I would imagine this year has been uh, like 2020 is looking a little bit different for you than what 2019, when you went into 2019. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much opposite world for me this year. And and it's a good thing. Let mm-hmm. me stress that. Like this is probably the biggest blessing in disguise. I have so much freedom now and so much um, to look forward to that I had no idea was even an option for right. me. And so, yes, I have this charity that I'm, um, um, spearheading with Sammy. Sammy's president of the Rise of, or excuse me, Rise of the Phoenix, and I'm the secretary treasurer and everything else that does all of the directive work. Um, Executive director. Yeah, uh, Justin, her boyfriend, is our vice president. And so the three of us together have put this, um, you know, this charity to work. And we really look forward to seeing that take off as well as helping um, or having you help us, Bethany, with Mm -hmm. some of these ideas. Um, I clearly have business ventures in the personal training, health and fitness world. I want to see those happen and I'm just letting them organically come into fruition. Um, In the meantime, I love working out at Teton. They've been so amazing to me and all of my friends. And um, I look forward to a happy and healthy uh, relationship with them in the future. And you have a personal gym as well at home, correct? I do. I have two squat racks, um, a place to bench. I have all the free weights, all the things that you need, (laughs) the bands, the accessories, um, a fireplace, keep it nice and cozy. And uh, yeah, it's a great location out at my house um, in my private gym. So I also do some of the training sessions out there. And I think that that's an important thing that even somebody who is experienced and has the accomplishments that you've done with powerlifting, mm-hmm. that sometimes you just have to change your environment. And sure. and that like you prefer both locations for different reasons. Absolutely. And so I think that even like as you're going and you hit a wall, it's important, like, what little thing can you change mm-hmm. to make it new and fresh? And yeah, keep what I'm no- noticing is like, it's not about the location that you are anchored in. It's actually about your knowledge and the people around you. Yep. So for example, Sammy and I are still doing business together, even though it's in a different location. And it's a good thing. Like she was just saying, she has her own gym out at her house. And now I'll be able to go out out there to her house mm-hmm. and do training for her where it's more convenient after work mm-hmm. to just already be home instead of having to stay in town longer when she lives half an hour out of right, town. Right. So yeah, it's actually going to be amazing and I'm really looking forward to it. Well, one of the things I want to say for, you know, anybody who listens to this who doesn't know Val, I mean, we know Val and lots of people do, but let's maybe speak just for a second about <laughs> the accomplishments that you do have and <laughs> where we just got back from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we were in Chicago where I got to compete at nationals, which was amazing. 
so much fun. This and is your Sammy, second year in a row, Yeah, right? Sammy made the trip from Wyoming to handle me backstage, which was amazing. Um, and it was just one of the best experiences. So much fun. Like, uh, we really enjoyed being in Chicago. It was freezing. But the powerlifting event, if you haven't been around a bunch of really strong people, like some of the strongest people in the United States before, go to a, a Nationals powerlifting event, no matter what the federation. Just and you the are going to... positivity gonna, of oh, everyone man. there. Even in the, you know, in the crowd. Excitement. Just... Well, for one, the most fit group of people you're ever <laughs> going to see, like, ever. Yes. Amazing you know? bodies, physiques. Yeah. Yes. And just positive, because mm-hmm. they get it. They get that your mind is half of it. And there was nobody that was like, I'm going to do better than you. It was all yeah. like, wow, I saw that lift, and it was so impressive. You were really inspired. Well, because you're all learning from each other, too, yes. like how to do better and how yeah. to like make the body that much more of a machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't beat anybody but yourself. Right, right. So, it's about your PR, not right. your, yep. It is. It really is. And it was such a great experience. I was able to bring my husband and daughter as well. And so hopefully if I'm able to go back this year in Florida, we can make another trip of it. Um, Right now I'm not committing to it. I kind of want to take some time and see where these first couple months take me with my strength because I'm going to be doing some new training, um, new conjugate style training by Matt Winning. And so I look forward to exploring um, a new training method in my near future. Very cool. So that's your goals. Like just kind of, I need to, you know, you kind of have to stay on the up and up when it comes to fitness. When you are a personal trainer, you can't just do everything that was good in the eighties, nineties and early two thousands. You, it's just like medical science. You have to stay up with it. And now we're in a new decade. We're going right into a new decade. Like it's time for something new. (laughs) Like, like, I mean, we're not even in the early two thousands. Like now we're going into the twenties where they're roaring. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's going to, it'll be a whole new game of fitness. I'm sure. Yeah. And if you don't stay up with it, like you will fall by the wayside and you're not going to be as desirable to those who are looking to get fit because, you know, there's always going to be somebody online selling, like you said, the next best thing, like the next quickest pill to take to lose weight. And you have to compete with those flashes of like, um, what's the word? Like you just flash in the pan. Yeah. And so you have to compete with that. And it's really hard because my method is not overnight. It's not in 30 days. It's like commitment. Uh, it's like engagement almost you know you have to really be committed three months six months a year or more to this kind of method but it lasts and it works right well and I know that when we started getting more serious with my workouts and and training for actual events um I know that lots of people when they think about some of these fitness things they think about the bikini things Mm -hmm. which is never going to be me I'm allergic (laughs) to spray tan for one that lets me out I'm I'm off the hook (laughs) so um but I to get ready for a competition and just in general I eat like it's a job like I eat so much but you have to eat the right things yeah it's the right things for sure but like six times a day Mm. of the right things Mm -hmm. and it is hungry not hungry at all right right and it yeah I used to eat twice a day probably if I had time and now you're eating a lot and I'm eating between clients and things like that but yeah I just feel great you have to fuel your body you guys and if that's something that you aren't doing yet definitely look into some nutritional guidance or counseling which is another thing that I'm going to be going over in those seminars that I'm instructing um and so if you're interested in learning more go to the website and sign up for a seminar when is your first seminar it's going to be in the middle of January so I'm still pairing with the um the location of this but we're looking at probably the 11th um and the 18th which are both Saturdays and basically what your vision is is like a craft fair except fitness correct oh yes (laughs) I mean imagine walking in and having like um, massage therapists there acupuncture essential oils um, somebody who might be experienced with cooking and so that you can get some ideas on how to do your meal prep um, fitness professionals and then also getting some swag and so there's a lot of people in Riverton who sell like fitness um, apparel so we'd like to invite them to be part of this expo as well so pretty much if you can use it as a supplement, wear it, use it to become healthier and more fit. We want you to be a part of this event. And um, who's to say this is the only one that we do this year, but it's definitely the one for for this, um, you know, winter or spring uh, to get our feet underneath us and then see where we want to move forward in the future. Sure. Mm -hmm. From both of you, 
Um, and I'll give my own after you guys take mine. Just kidding. <laughs> um, what is your, um, I guess, your biggest clue, or not clue, um, biggest hint for people to get through the January 1st day and just keep on going throughout the year? Yeah. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? Go ahead. I would say forgiveness um, because if you wake up and it's January 1st and you have already had pizza for breakfast, that doesn't mean it's the end of the day <laughs> or the end of the week or, or the, the end, end of, of the year. year. Like, oh. <laughs> Please forgive yourself. Um, with your next meal, go ahead and reach for that healthy protein first, a glass of water, and then look for some fruit and vegetables to go with that instead of just being like, well, there goes that day. I'm going to go ahead and have a bowl of cereal because I feel like it and then, you know, a cookie. <laughs> so so just remember that if you make a mistake, if you fall short of what your expect- expectations are, don't worry about it. Like, forgive yourself and move on and um, and wake up the next morning with just more intention to be better, to try harder. Sure. And I, I'm just going to build on that. Yeah, forgiveness is great because I eat pizza. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, <It> happens. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't eat perfectly because um, I'm doing, you know, I am fit and trying to be fit and working out and eating great so I can lead a great life. That's, you know, why I do it. And pizza is part of my great life. (laughs) You only get one life, just do it. Right. (laughs) Um, I do eat well when I go out of town, things like that. I had deep dish pizza in Chicago, and it was wonderful. I do all the things like Mm -hmm. that. And then just get right back to it. And intentionality is where it comes from because every day I write what I'm grateful for and some days it's deep dish. And, (laughs) um, and, but then I write after that my 10, you know, goals that are going to get me to my big goal. And it's hard to swerve very hard for very long when you have to write those every day. Mm -hmm. Cause when you start your day like that, it keeps you pretty accountable. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that one of the things I'm struggling with the most, probably since I broke my leg, got done with physical therapy because I didn't know that was a whole nother world after the world. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But what, um, procrastination and I was listening to a podcast the other day and it talked about how you don't want to procrastinate because you don't know what important thing you're going to have to do later in the day and then, or not important sometimes, but, Mm -hmm. um, just get it done first thing in the morning, whatever it is that you need to get done. And I think that that, those three things, forgiveness, intention, and procrastination, like if you just put a little bit of that, sprinkle it in for these first 31 days of 2020. And have a support team. Yes. I mean, how great would it be? Accountability. Uh-huh. I mean, we talked about workout buddies before, but I mean, just having a close group of friends that you can touch base with who are doing the same thing as you. Um, so accountability partners would be great. So I just, before we got on to record mm-hmm. this, we were talking about what the name of the podcast could be and I think yeah. we should do something with accountability mm. yeah. <laughs> I like I still it like the fitspo fitspo <laughs> accountability fitspo I don't know how you spell fitspo f-i-t-s-b-o <laughs> we got the b-o going or on we could do a z if we're trying to be like super trendy fitspo fitspo um Yeah, I think accountability is huge. And that's one of the reasons why people hire me is they're just like, you know what? I am not going to show up unless I have an appointment that I have probably already paid for. And, you know, like if you're expecting for me to be there, then I will come. If nobody is waiting for me, then I have something better that I can do with that time and I don't show up. So I hear that all the time. And if you don't have a vow or you can't afford or whatever, you haven't opened that place yet. Mm -hmm. Um find some friends. Yes. Like right. even if you're just texting and it doesn't even have to be fitness, it can be eating. It can be just something mm-hmm. you got to get done. Like find those accountability partners. Probably my best accountability partner and the person that holds me most accountable is Wiley. Your son. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Because he knows no limits. <laughs> he doesn't know when he should shut up and not say that. That's so true. <laughs> the other day I was like going to start not drinking as much coffee. Like, and I said this in front of the girls. And so yeah. I went and got a coffee the other day and uh-huh. they're like, mom, you're not supposed to have coffee and I'm uh-huh. like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were listening <laughs> but you don't listen about anything else you're gonna listen on that <laughs> yeah what well, is great for your kids you know Wiley 
I mean, he does every sport, but we've brought him along to lifting and mm-hmm. yeah. he's better than me all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> Wiley is so amazing. I can't wait to, I mean, he's only 12 and I can't wait to see what he's going to yeah. do in his future. And it's only going to make his other sports more competitive and better. Right. And so, yeah, definitely. If you have kids that are in that age, age range, look into it, at least getting them started with the body weight training. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do any of that as you transition? And- I think that would be wonderful um, because I have already worked with children before. Um, I've always wanted to go into um, like adolescent mm-hmm. girls. Just Why because he loved I've- boot camp. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He loved it. I always felt like if I had had somebody like myself even or you or anybody that could have um, been there when I was an adolescent, like how oh, yeah. much different I would have been. How real boot camp for me would have been yeah <laughs> I, I wouldn't True. have been hiding from the drill sergeant in the I back know, of the right? group like I could have actually been like just that little bit of guidance and I think that that's something we kind of miss in society these and days. like one of my missions as a derivative of Meg squats I love Meg I'm always going to talk her up it's to get a barbell in every woman's hands yeah. and and child sure. and man every woman child and man um Yeah, because it is so imperative to building your strength Mm -hmm. and to just bringing that focus into something um, as raw as... uh as weightlifting can be. And you don't have to um, get bulky in order to lift weights, just to put that out there. Um, You won't get bulky unless you are taking those kinds of supplements to make you do so. Um, Because I usually hover around 140, 150 pounds um, at 5'2", and I don't feel bulky. You don't look bulky. (laughs) I feel fit. Um, I actually feel healthier at the age of 35 than I did ever through my 20s, like ever. And I weighed less and I also weighed more through my 20s. And so I can tell you that the pounds on the scale have nothing to do with your success in the gym or your success as a human being. Do not label yourself um, 142 pounds because you never walk up to somebody and say, hi, my name is Val. I weigh 142 pounds. <laughs> like people can see the way that you carry yourself in the room, your confidence, um, just the self-respect that you have. That means more than the number on the scale. I still maintain if you're going to go introduce yourself that way, just tell them your moon weight yeah yeah because <laughs> that's way that's a way better number anyway like without I'm just gravity. gonna start telling people how much I weigh without gravity <laughs> so yeah I think that that is great if you are into doing new year's resolutions which I don't recommend um but if you do make one don't have that attached to the scale no please disassociate yourself from that. That is such a dated way to uh, see yourself as fit. And it's an unhealthy way of measuring your success. And in fact, let's just challenge anybody who's still listening 51 minutes after we started this, (laughs) um, that to actually set some goals for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, Find some places that you can forgive yourself, get rid of procrastination and be intentional. And um, Val and I will be back at the end of January and we can be start this accountability um, path with whoever is listening. So yeah, all right, yeah. perfect. Thank you so much for coming, Sammy. I really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, Sammy. And I'm really excited to have you on board, Val. Thanks, Bethany. Until next time, Fitzbo <laughs> accountability <laughs> uh, friend. We're gonna figure this out. <laughs> all right. <laughs>